He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you. It just threw me off. I was waiting for Angela's uh, music to come in. Angela's Angela's like, she's so mad she's walking out the door now. Yeah, you know, Bob. Bob. Bob does have, I did hear Harley talking about Bob's haircut. He does have a fine-looking haircut. Do you agree? Yes, I do agree. All right, there even you go. Though he, even though he dissed me this morning. He did. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's all right. We're we'll not up. sure, but we do know she started Stop. the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine, and she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. <laughs> All right. All right. Good morning. Woo-hoo. Now we know it's Monday. Yes, there you we go. Do. We know it's Monday now. So I hope everybody had a great weekend. I want to encourage you to go see uh, for such a time as this. Oh, certainly. It's playing, I believe, um, five more times, I think. Two times, I think, Friday and Saturday. Uh, this Friday and Saturday, and then the following Friday, Saturday, with a 2 o'clock, with a 2.30 matinee on Sunday, I believe, the week after Easter. And, uh, yeah, a block of us, a handful of us went together yesterday to see our good friend Elizabeth uh, Williams uh, play the uh, lead role of Esther. Yes, and she did a magnificent job. She did. She did. The Beautiful. girl can sing and dance and act and I mean, she's got it all. And uh, it's uh, a well a, a well spent time. I have to tell you, there were some interesting characters in it. The two uh, Hamans. Uh, it was Haman, right? Yes. Haman's yes. two assistants. Yes, they're hilarious. Yeah, uh, they were great. Haman was real good. The um, I was confused because they I've I know the story of Esther really well, and they kept talking about someone named Vashti. Queen, yeah, Queen Vashti. Queen Vashti, yes. I don't know where these guys who wrote this, but everybody knows it's Vashti. Everybody, it's everybody not knows Vashti. That. <laughs> it's Vashti. I thought they just. I thought I'd just been reading it wrong all these years. I had to go find who is this Vashti. If you've ever watched Giant, every Texan has watched Giant at least six times. If you haven't, you you need to move back to Oklahoma. But Vashti, <laughs> Vashti was the uh, was the uh, that was the woman. She was the kind of the household. The lady who ran the house oh, okay. was uh, was uh, uh, Vashti, and so Vashti. So, yeah, see, I can't even say now it right now. Up. Now I'm I'm all messed up. <laughs> the point is, folks, y'all need to go see this. It's a lot of fun. It is part of Playhouse 2000, I believe. Yeah. Uh, if you can go to, you can look it up at um, at Calu Theater. Yes. And uh, you can get all the details there. Maybe we'll we'll get Queen Esther here at some point in time to come talk on the radio about it but anyway so we got some stuff on your calendar um i guess for the fredericksburg tea party the next two meetings are very very important as you know 
um, in uh, throughout the Hill Country. We've got the May 7th election. There's going to be a number of bonds on there. I believe Ingram has a school bond. Uh, there is a city bond in Kerrville. Fredericksburg ISD has a school bond coming up. Um, the Thursday meeting of the Fredericksburg Tea Party this week is going to be the candidates for school board. So in Fredericksburg, we have three seats that are open. We have two three-year seats that are open. Yes. And a one and one one-year seat that's open. And we have two people running for each of those seats. I think they're, I think all of them, but one are incumbent. I'm not too sure. But um, anyway, they, um, those candidates have all agreed. I have sent them a questionnaire. I've gotten back one of them so far uh, with a handful of questions. And so that is this Thursday night. If you uh, live in uh, Gillespie County, your taxes um, are quite a bit going to depend on who these people are that get in on your school board. Right. And, and, and let me make sure that everyone knows that if you live in the county, you get to vote for school board. I mean, that's been, that was a question of mine several years back, Matt. Do, oh, yeah. Do I, can, am I eligible to vote for school board? But yes. of course, you look at your tax bill and you'll know that you should be. Yeah, no <laughs> right? kidding. Yeah, your school district is the biggest chunk of your taxes in the state it's, of Texas. It's huge. I, I honestly didn't know how big it was until I took a look at my tax bill. Yeah, it's a big, big part of it. And a part of the people that make that decision are your school board members. So that's very important. They're also going to be the school board members who are probably going to be working as this new junior high very likely is going to be built. That depends on the $82 million bond. Bond, yes. Which um, bonds, school bonds in Texas, they just always pass. That has been changing over really the last four or five years where uh, citizens have been paying attention to school bonds. But up until four or five or six years ago, school bonds, they just passed. 99% mm-hmm. of my bond comes up. Everybody says, oh, it's for the children, and everybody goes out and votes for it. Yeah, but when you're looking at an 80-plus million dollar bond, mm-hmm. are we positive that what we need will cost $80 million? As opposed to what we want. Those are two big, two big They're different things. very different. What we need and what we yes. want. And that's part of also the argument on the big uh, bond election in Kerrville is there's yeah. a wish list in there. Exactly. So same, same thing. I yep. mean, those things are, I, I call them padded. I just think they're padded with all sorts of fun things, you know, and you've seen some of these schools. I've driven by one in Liberty Hill. It looks like a Taj Mahal. Yeah. I mean, oh, that yeah. thing is massive and the, and the decor and the architecture. I yep. mean, I'm like, that's the school. I mean, you and I went to public school right. and enjoyed every minute of it, but Wow. And probably it's made changed. out of probably made out of red brick. Was yours it made was out brick. of red brick? I don't know if it was red, <laughs> but I knew it I know it didn't have air conditioning it didn't in have, East yeah. Texas. That's right. Okay? Oh my goodness. So Woo Yeah. East Texas with no AC. <laughs> That's right. Um listen, I don't mind them having AC. I don't think they need and by the way, we're 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 actually starting to talk about the bond, and that is the bond election. Um, we're going to have a special Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting. So listen carefully. Let me spell this out. We have two Tea Party Fredericksburg Tea Party meetings coming up in the next eight days. 
this Thursday at uh, 6.30, dinner at 6, 6.30, the meeting starts, the candidates, um, and listen, folks, we, we're not going to bring anybody on stage for this next meeting. We're going to open up. We're going to have our invocation. We're going to do the pledges, and we may do at the most four minutes worth of business, five minutes worth of mm -hmm. business, but we want that entire time dedicated to um, uh, visiting with and uh, questioning the school board candidates. Now, the following Tuesday, that would be the 19th, Tuesday the 19th, we have Dr. Rodriguez and an accomplice coming with him, and I apologize for not knowing who's bringing with him, but uh, Dr. Joe Rodriguez, and uh, he's bringing someone else. They're going to do their slideshow on the, uh, the bond, and you'll have an opportunity for a Q&A on that one as well. So we're covering the school issues this coming Thursday and then the following Tuesday. And uh, when we get back, we're already running overtime. When we get back, we're going to talk about city council meetings coming up, elections. And uh, is your school uh, planning on taking your kids to Disney? Um, I don't know. That happens quite a bit. We'll find out after we get back. Let's see. Uh, here's a little Ben Franklin. It said, uh, historians relate not so much what is done but what they would have believed. Here's Ben Franklin saying uh, <laughs> that historians uh, don't often tell history. So, yeah, nothing's changed. Nothing new under the sun. Y'all stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. It's Monday, as usual. I have um, Angela Smith, founder of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, in uh, the studio with us. Good morning again, Angie. Good morning, Matt. So um, we were going to talk about the, oh, yeah, tonight, school board meeting. Yeah, Tonight. School board meeting tonight in Fredericksburg. This yes. is the Fredericksburg Independent School District, FISD, school board meeting. Um, two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago we all? Yeah, yeah two weeks ago, the, quite a few of us conservatives showed up and, um, and uh, got on the agenda to speak. We had about 90 seconds. Uh, we thought that went really well. Uh, we outnumbered them by, I think, 14 or 15 to either three or four. There were 18 that testified. Mm -hmm. um, and so we outnumbered them then. Um, but uh, we would like to get you to show up again tonight at that meeting. I noticed that the school district is uh, really not making any kind of effort to accommodate the crowds that are showing up. They, after last, uh, two weeks ago, uh, when the room filled, yes, a lot of people kept showing up and then were turned away at the door. Mm -hmm. And I think really it's appropriate. Oh, Tara says a month ago. Was oh, wow. it a this, month ago? Oh my gosh, Matt. Oh my goodness. Tara, thank Forgive you very us. much. Yeah. It, okay. it seems like it was yesterday. <laughs> it does seem like it was yesterday. So Tara says it was a month ago. Um, and, uh, yeah. And a lot of people got turned away. I'm sure that, um, I'm sure it, listen, it would not be inappropriate. In other words, it would be appropriate that if you were to arrive 
this evening at an appropriate time and be locked out, I think it would very be very appropriate of you to call the school board, call the school office the next day, mm-hmm. very politely, sure, and tell them that look, this is two months in a row you're not letting everybody in, right, right, and you need to know you you surely you've figured out that a lot of people want to start coming to these meetings right now, right, and that hopefully they will move it into a bigger venue which school districts across the state and across the country have been doing. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Um, they may make it sound like it's a big deal, but it's it's done everywhere. Sure. Um, I mean, they could have this meeting. They could put them all on the uh, stage at the high school auditorium. Right. right. And you could put, what, four or 500 people oh, out yeah. there. We talked about this during uh, COVID mm-hmm. and uh, that they could, we talked about even the city council could meet. And uh, yes. nobody wanted to do that. So I don't know what it takes to get them to do that. But um, this is, um, yeah, I think they need to, if you get locked out, I think you need to make a kind phone call saying that you really wanted to participate. You wanted to be there. You wanted to see what was going on. Yes. And uh, you got locked out. So that wouldn't hurt. And another suggestion Go ahead, just go ahead and put a lawn chair in the back of your truck today, all right? Okay. Just stick one in there. If you show up tonight at the meeting and you're locked out, stick around. Just show. Yes. Stick around. I saw a lot of people walk up uh, last uh, month, a month ago. A month ago. I'm still not over that. That was a month ago. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't believe it. Yeah, it was on Valentine's. Yeah, it was. It was on Valentine's Day. Or like right around Valentine's. Yeah, around about Valentine's Day. Oh, my so, goodness. So, I mean, it's crazy. So, yeah. All right. I can't believe it either. I feel like we were there just yesterday. But, yeah, bring a chair. Bring a chair. And don't walk away. Don't walk away. That's, stick around. Stick around. I mean, I, I hate to use the word optics. Right. But the, the board needs to see that people aren't just going to show up and, and leave because right. of it it shows that you are committed yeah it shows that you're committed so just bring a lawn chair and uh hang out and listen i know it's muggy it's hot it's it's yeah not yet it's inconvenient well, not yet. It's, yeah it's, not it's, that inconven- yet. it's not that bad no. yet but folks just keep in mind it's not that big a deal we're only trying to save the future of your children so if it's just too muggy for you to be concerned about you know the future of the country then just get going back it's not that big a deal i mean you're not even going to be around right you're going to be dead for it all that goes to hell in a handbasket so you don't have to stand and fight this this honestly i think this is what we run up against right you know we harass the liberals who who uh who who talk about everybody should be in an electric car and all this and all that and they don't drive an electric car have you ever had a liberal friend who's all about saving Saving the the planet planet. (laughs) and but they don't own an electric car it's just you just look at them and say look you pull up in a Tesla and we'll have a conversation. Yeah, that's right. Right? Pull up in a Tesla and we'll, and then we can sit down and talk. Yeah. I mean, it's like I had a friend. In fact, I've seen this around here. I had a friend years ago in uh, Colorado who had bought a home with a lovely view across the valley. All right? Okay. 
Now, across the valley from her was all state property. Yes. And so she just assumed she was always going to have this beautiful view. Right. Well, the state started selling off some of those lots. And so her view, all of a sudden, across the valley had a house in it and then another house and then another house. And she got so freaked out that her view was ruined. Yes. All right. And I just, I, in fact, I said, well, what about their view from the other side? They're looking at your house (laughs) and do they not have a right to build over there? You know? And I, I remember telling her and I said, all right, here's the deal. If you'll raise your house down to the ground. And I was serious. I said, you take your house out down to the ground. Mm -hmm. I will chain myself to a tree and fight with you, these other people who are trying to build a home over there. Now, that sounds really stupid, but that's what it is. Right. I've heard people around here complain about the view, you know, that they they bought this property and then, oh, my Lord, someone bought the property next to them and it's going to... They're going to, you know, raise yeah. peacocks or something. Right. And it's like, you know, I hate, I don't know how to tell you this, but you could buy the property that's if what, you don't. Yeah, that's what you do. If you don't, you, you just buy the we, property. We did that one time. You did that once. Yeah. yeah. We just buy bought the, the property, property next door because it was a small lot. Yeah. And all we could think was, they're going to build that house. Somebody is. Right. Right. Right out our back door. Right. Almost. And so we just bought it. Yeah. It wasn't very large and we could do it. I mean, not everybody can do that, but I mean... It's better than having somebody build their house right out the back door. Right, right, right. So, so we just made we made arrangements. Yeah, yeah. But most of us can't do that. It's all, and so you know, I can't even remember how we got this tied into the school board meeting. I have no idea how this went to the school board meeting <laughs> to buying the view. It was if it's too hot and muggy. Oh, if it's too hot and muggy, just go on home. Don't yeah, worry. We're right. just trying to save the world. The world. <laughs> We're just trying to save the country, whatever, you know, if it's your kids are And it's not going to be hot and muggy. It's actually pretty chilly out there and cloudy, so it's going to be perfect for being there. Get there early so that we fill the room. Yeah, wouldn't hurt. Get there early. The meeting starts at 530. Mm -hmm. Um, It wouldn't hurt to arrive uh, very early. Very early. Very early. It wouldn't hurt. There are two entrances in. You can go in through the office side. You can go in through the outside door. Um, the uh, the progressives uh, figured that out a month ago. They went in through the unlocked side on the, well, it's not unlocked. They were let in okay. on the uh, office side and were able to get in and have seats before those of us who just stood outside what we thought was the only entrance mm-hmm. ends up there's two entrances okay so if know. you go early you can uh, be let in that front door and uh, you can uh, move through the offices yes and uh, that will hallway. put you in there kind of a yeah there's a hallway there, yep go to the left in. and so they um so anyway that was uh, that's what our uh, um, uh, LGBTQPH, uh, no, uh, LGBTPEDO, um, uh, <laughs> group, uh, plus did last, uh, last month, uh, and were able to snag some of the, uh, front row center seats mm-hmm. by going in early through the office side. Well, so okay. yeah, so yeah, if you know that you can go in early through the office side because they wouldn't treat two different groups of people differently now, would they? Uh, no. No, of course not. <laughs> you can't do that. 
Of course, we know they all do that anyway. Um, school board meeting tonight, a uh, little bit of a teaser. They may be voting on sending our high school kids to pedo camp in uh, Disney. Um, right row. Right row. Yeah, no kidding. All right, y'all stay tuned. We'll come back and talk about that here in a second. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are there. Um, just a reminder from some of our folks who are uh, working uh, the Fredericksburg Independent School District, um, you have to get there before 5 to sign up and speak. Um, and the um, uh, just a reminder of that, I believe at 5.15, they cut off uh, the, the uh, signing in. The meeting starts at 5.30. Uh, I got another note. The Disney trip was voted on last month, so I guess they probably, uh, the uh, um, pedo land was not really discovered until this past since then. So anyway, not too sure. Um, so anyway, that is uh, lots of things going on, and uh, you can get to your school board meeting tonight. All your other districts, it's the same thing got to go you got to show up one of the things i talked about on the very first day on the air i was here and then moving on forward your first steps of engagement are knowing when these different organizations are meeting knowing yes. when these groups are meeting yes and remember i, I said don't 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 uh, commit to going right away i mean that would be a huge step right <laughs> just just start by knowing when they're going to meet you know put it on your fridge and then then once you get the idea, well, they meet here, then you can go ahead and see, see, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you baby steps. All right. Get you used to the idea. And so then it's like, all right, well, it's tonight. So listen, just go. You don't have to speak. You, you can sit and listen and just pay attention and watch right. how things operate. Maybe take notes if you want to. Um, but your first step of engagement is just attending and see how it all works and uh, so we'd like to encourage you to go to that uh, school board meeting tonight, FISD, if you want to do that. Um, let's talk about, oh, Saturday was so fun. Um, we met with We the People, Liberty in Action. Oh, yeah. Spent the day. And what it reminded me of is the fact that when We the People, Liberty in Action um, formed, they decided to forego this idea of a large monthly meeting. Right. They said, we're not going to do this. We're liberty in action, action, mm -hmm. action. And so rather than having a large regular meeting, they have focus groups and they have meet and greets and right. events like they had this Saturday. Saturday at Ingram Park, right. And so the idea is, what is the burr under your saddle? Right. What is that one yes. thing? And then you find that focus group. Right. And they've got several really good focus groups going on right now. Education, excellent um, city and county issues. I talked to a couple of people about those this weekend. Uh, Pro-life focus groups so that you can get in on that if that is the issue that you most are interested in. Um, I think it's just there, there's so much fun. You start meeting the people that are interested in the things that you're interested in within mm -hmm. the realm of uh, governance and policy. And 
as you say all the time, Matt, you cannot do everything. You cannot fix everything. And right now it's just coming at us from all sides. So pick one. Yeah. Pick one. Yeah. Pick one. Pick one. And and even, oh man, it's so, it's so interesting now to look back over the years um, and now I'm kind of going to go one step uh, beyond pick one, mm-hmm. um, and which I'm sticking with. But I think my next piece of advice is pace yourself. Mm-hmm. Pace yourself. Here's here's the, oh, man, it's almost like that new girlfriend or that new boyfriend or that new wife or that new toy if you're a kid mm-hmm. or that new uh, black uh, Mercedes Benz AMG that was out in the parking lot this morning. Holy mackerel. It's new. It's fun. It's exciting. It's a blast. You get put all your energy into it. You find out your kids are going, mom, what time's dinner? It's like, shut up. You will have dinner tonight. Sometime you'll eat <laughs> sometime tonight. Um, and there is all this engagement at the front end of it that's a blast it's fun because you're stepping out mm-hmm. you're standing up you've got a lot of people behind you cheering you on patting you on the back you're getting a lot of attention and um you you it, it just feels like you're making some progress and you and you're making some progress you are without a doubt but pace yourself um it's real easy to get into this and then just get going like a jackrabbit and then at some point, the newness of that toy is going to wear off. Sure. And that happens. The newness of the, the new girlfriend, the new, the new boyfriend that was that everything. He was just every, I'm sure you've never experienced that. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever, Angela, just, just a met times. a new guy and just gone, oh, he's everything. And then like a few weeks later, maybe the second time he belched uh, at dinner or something yeah. something yeah. like that yeah it, it, it doesn't take much it doesn't take much <laughs> but my point is when you get engaged like this if you haven't been engaged this is if this is your first foray into uh, the political world into this standing up for what you believe in you need there's a lot of things you need to be watching out for and um, it really helps is if you have people around you that are doing the same thing, yep. those would be your focus groups. And it really helps if you have someone that you can talk to about how do these things work? How do they operate? Yeah. Um, when I first got involved, I had a couple of go-to people, um, Bill Hussey up in Lano. If I needed, Bill Hussey had been a one of the rebels in the republican party he was not he was you would think that he was the establishment but he wasn't you almost would you almost would yeah you you? would because he was he was able to work with everybody and you know sometimes that just signals that they're just a nice guy and they're going to get along with everybody and they're not going to push back on some of the issues but bill was he's kind of that quiet uh spirit and yeah just kind and we're of, talking we're saying was bill is still with us oh yes he is <laughs> he's just bill, not in lano he's uh, yeah he's, he's just not in lano he's moved away from lano moved did we see him a What's couple up? weeks ago yes, was he did. in tyler yeah yes, he, was he was in tyler so he is alive and kicking and doing well 
um, he's just moved uh, uh, moved a little further away from us. Um, who else did I have? I know Jerry Farley. Oh, wow. was yeah. I had Jerry Farley uh, uh, in my ear quite a bit, and that I was very grateful for that. Yes, because he had been doing the same thing for a long time. Yes, years. Tanya. Years. Yes, Tanya came up to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of good advice. Um, so there were people who were there before us and it was important that just because we just blew into town doesn't mean we have all the answers. And, um, we were, there's people I'm meeting these days in Fredericksburg who think just, uh, that, uh, that all we need is to just replace a couple of the city council members when we know there is this dark force <laughs> that controls what goes on in the city of Fredericksburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is. There is a back room, for lack of better word. There is the establishment for, I, I don't know, I'm trying to come up with something that doesn't sound conspiratorial. Right. But, and so trying to explain that to someone new who's come into town um, is important. And it's, and, and if you're new, if you're jumping into this new, um, f- listen, you're not inventing the wheel. It's already been invented. Sure. You need to lean on those who have been doing this for a while. Um, and at the same time, not be afraid to bring your ideas into, into the, uh, uh into the scheme of things into the game. So, uh, back to focus groups, so we've got, uh, not only is Kerrville doing that, they started off doing that. The Fredericksburg Tea Party, we had been running for quite a few years, seven or eight years, I think, when this whole idea of focus groups yeah, came up. Sure. And uh, we started uh, the focus groups. One of the things, Angel, why don't you explain, Did we did not form the focus groups. Right. It was, this is... Um is a group within the group, really. Mm-hmm. And so um, you and I recognize that we cannot, we cannot physically address mm-hmm. the all of, of the issues that are out there. And I'd say there's about a top, I'm going to say there's usually about top 10 to 20 issues that really need to be addressed and we need to stay on top of them. But we could not do that. We were doing a pretty good job of bringing as much information to everybody about those top 10 or 20, but it, it really needed more attention. So, and we have people in our, in our large group, uh, that come to our meetings, you know, we've got about a hundred, 150 people showing up at a meeting a month. So, you know, there's an issue out there for each one of those people that is probably the burr under their blanket. So we said, let's let us, present the idea of a focus group but we did not as leadership start the focus group we did not create no. the group itself we, so we'll just use the second amendment yes we didn't we didn't uh say all right here's the list of focus groups now we need leaders yeah which by the way i see that happening everywhere i see that kind of activity happen a lot in a lot of places yes and it's usually not very successful well it's not because it's it's a it's a condition of of demand. I mean, is there that much demand for a second amendment group or not? Now, mm-hmm. of course, that one's the easy one. Yes, right. there is. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and we had uh, Michael Belsick, who has just stepped right up and mm-hmm. said, "We need to have one of those groups. I'll be this. I'll spearhead that." 
he was the first focus group, the first one to form a focus yeah. group. Yeah. And he uh, did 2A and has done an amazing job right. on that. But we plugged him, or he plugged in to Gun Owners, Owners of America. America. Yep. He gets their newsletters. He gets their guidance. It's not like he's doing it on his own. Right. He's getting guidance from organizations that we have vetted and we know the leadership there we know they're uh, legitimate and right on right on target right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's what you do the leader or the person that's going to spearhead this just plugs into a state or national organization that's already doing doing all of that all of this stuff that's their focus too they email you and they communicate with you constantly probably right. more than once a week even and then our focus group leader locally has a meeting once a month, usually over lunch, mm-hmm. when people can take a minute, get away, kill two birds with one stone is what I call it. So go eat lunch and uh, catch up on what's going on with your issue. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even Mike Michael has had um, GOA's uh, Rachel Malone out to right. speak at that lunch meeting. Right. So it's a lot of fun. So we use the 2A group because it's been the, the raging success. Yes. But we also have other focus groups. We have the uh, Sanctity of Life focus group, which recently helped send two kids to the uh, Team Life Camp. Great. They raised money for uh, two um, scholarships. Yes. So that was a success there. We have an election integrity uh, focus group. Jeanette has been has uh, laser focused on election integrity. Yep. Has brought a number of uh, events into town. Has provided the training with uh, uh, for Dr. Laura Presley. Dr. Presley. Mm-hmm. Um, and so each of these focus groups has the they have access to uh, the uh, our knowledge, our wisdom, our experience, our databases, our connections within the tea party to help grow your focus group and so this is the key now i'm going to put this out to january i started talking about this last week um i was uh we're going to start training for january and we're going to start it pretty soon and if you can do that your focus group get engaged in Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. it would really be a big deal would really be helpful when we do head to um uh, the capital in january january 10th tuesday january 10th is uh, opening day 2023 and uh folks we need to take a short break and uh by the way did you know you may not even know this because it's not hit the texas news yet but um abbott is uh, clogging up the border in a few places I don't know. I'm not ready to tip my hat to Governor Greg yet, but um, he's doing something. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Thank you for so much for staying tuned. I gave uh, Governor Abbott a hard time last week. Um, it was one of those days where I felt like uh, my comments in the morning, I was so glad I had a morning show because by the end of the day, I believe it was last Thursday, because by the end of the day, everybody across the country was talking about Governor Abbott going to fill up buses at the border and send them to D.C., right? Oh, yeah. 
And uh, I just felt it was like one of those things where, uh, yeah, I I was, uh, since I had a morning show, I kind of was the first one around here to be talking about it. about that, yeah. Uh, Listen, that wasn't me breaking some uh, huge story. That was, uh, that that story went all across the country. It's just I happened to be on in the morning that morning. And, um, but um, I heard a comment uh, later on the week, on this, this in the week, and uh it was glenn beck and he said you know if governor abbott was if that was really a serious strategy of abbott's then he wouldn't have told anybody he'd have just brought uh gotten the buses Mm -hmm. filled them up and started driving them up there why you know why say what he's going to do yeah or he could have had the buses halfway there and said, ha, ha, guess what I just did, guys? Mm-hmm. You know, I sent a busload. But no, he, he announced it ahead of time. So apparently the story I heard over the over the weekend was that uh, uh, there was uh, one of the drop-off points that was very typical that the federal government had been using. Mm-hmm. Abbott had a number of buses lined up there ready to take the people. So Abbott was following through. He had the buses there. Okay. The feds didn't drop them off at that location. They dropped them off somewhere, somewhere else. Somewhere else, of course. Sometimes you don't tell your enemy what you're going to do. And in this case, so many of us just felt like this was nothing more than a political ploy. And he announced it ahead of time. And sure enough, when he was there with his buses, there were no aliens to put on it. So I don't know what happened to the buses, but they were lined up, ready to go. It already well, been who contracted. Who paid for those buses? Who? Who? We do taxpayers' yeah. money. I, I'm sorry, Matt. I can't. I cannot get excited over anything that Abbott does right now. I'm just, huh. just I'm going to put it out there. You know, those that was voluntary. He, they, you know, didn't. They made sure that most of us out there thought that oh, they'll just be, you know, wrangling them and right. stick them on the bus and send them up there. That was not the case at all. And uh, and like you're talking about, he he showed his hand before he did it. Before he did it, so meant, yeah. yeah, he was outsmarted. Is he was he outsmarted, or is that just what he knew was going to happen? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Was that on purpose, he's, or he's, I think he's smarter than that. One would hope. Yeah. Would so hope. one of the things he did start going, and uh, hopefully this will make it into your state news. I haven't heard it anywhere. Um, yet anywhere in the state news or state commentaries. Um, so you may be hearing this first, but uh, starting on the um, 9th, I believe the 8th or the 9th, um, the um, Governor Abbott called for, uh, let's see, what was the term? Enhanced commercial vehicle safety inspections. So we have 28 border crossings well we have an unlimited number of border crossing (laughs) locations in texas but there are 28 legal places for you to drive a vehicle or walk across the bridge or what have you to get into texas so at seven of the 28 that is one fourth of the border crossings um the dps officers have been pulling every truck over for an enhanced vehicle inspection. It did not take long on April 9th. By the end of the day, there had been 2,390 commercial vehicles. So call it um, Mm 2,400 over seven locations. uh, 
So you're looking at about 400 um, or 300 some odd, 300 uh, some odd trucks per location pulled over <clears throat> for enhanced commercial vehicle safety inspections. That's everything from the tread depth on your tires mm-hmm. to are the brakes working? Do all your lights working? Do your running lights work? Do your brake lights work? All of that. So they had pulled over, let me get the numbers, uh, about 2,400 commercial vehicles. 552 were placed out of service. Over 500 wow. out of 2,400. So that's about one in every five trucks coming across the border. Mm-hmm. About one in every five trucks, and I'm doing my math on the fly without a calculator. About one out of every five trucks that was uh, uh, pulled over was placed out of service, meaning you can't go anywhere. Right. And they were for serious safety violations, including defective brakes, defective tires, and defective lighting. So out of the 2,390 vehicles, how many drivers <clears throat> were pulled? I love it. They use the term out of service. <laughs> Is that what happens if you get pulled over and they arrest you? You're just out of You're service. You're just out of service. <laughs> um the uh, i did have a friend who was a truck driver for a while got in a little bit of trouble they made him park his truck on the side of the interstate and get out oh and leave they, it and leave yes oh yes um Yikes. yeah so i guess he was uh, he was placed out of service yes <laughs> in the middle of i-10 and he called me and it happened to be a tea party meeting night and i said mike i, I, I dude i i can't come pick you up. I'm so sorry. Tied up, yeah. So anyway, so they had uh, 73 drivers out of the uh, almost 2,400 trucks that were inspected were taken out of uh, service. The total numbers of violations in 2,400 vehicles was over 8,000. So essentially... Four, I mean, if you were just, if every vehicle had some issue, it would average out about four, three to four violations per vehicle. Yeah. yeah. But I'll bet it was, I bet it was more like it was all jammed up. I bet there was a couple of trucks that came through that were just fine. And then okay. probably the next one had 15 okay. violations. Possible. We don't know. Yeah. They know. haven't uh, done that. But the uh, DPS says it doesn't know how long it intends to continue with the inspections. Um, the, uh, but the, it is, uh, but at this point, um, if, if those lines start backing up into Mexico and trucks cannot get across, right. um, it, will they go to the other three of the four, three, four entries and try to get in if they do, it's going to cost them a lot of money. That'll be very expensive. They'll have to do a lot of backtracking. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they will be able to use alternate crossing points or does the governor plan on doing that at all crossing points? Did he just start out with the major ones? Looks like he started out with the major ones, but I'll bet if we got a political map out, it would probably be he put those mm-hmm. lots up where he is, uh, where those inspections where he has worried about winning them in November. Yeah. I would be willing to guess. I would be willing to guess that too, Matt. So anyway, your governor, call it shenanigans, call it whatever. Um, if he's serious about this truck inspection, he's going to keep it up. He's not going to drop it. He needs to, if he's serious about this, then it needs to go until commerce stops Okay. between Mexico and the United States. 
He can't just let it go a little ways. Right. He's got to he's got to do it till it stops. Hey, if you want to call the governor's office today and say thank you and keep it up and don't stop. Clog the border. Clog the border. Don't stop and uh, encourage him to keep that up because it, it, based on his previous behavior there will be some court will make some kind of order somewhere and he'll fold like an origami Republican, right? <laughs> he will just fold right up. And, um, and that's what just, I'm afraid let's of. Let's just see what happens, Matt. Let's see what happens. All right. I'll give him a chance. I know he wants to be reelected. So, and he can't, he can't even stand the thought of Beto probably maybe beating him. So, <laughs> <laughs> There's no telling what he'll do, but let's give him a chance. Folks, uh, y'all stay tuned. <laughs> y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. We'll see you tomorrow.